I want to bring today's episode to the podcast talking about stress. We are on day number three of our series where we're giving you actionable steps you can implement right now. I think many of us know that obviously dealing with infertility, that impacts all aspects of your life. Mental, emotional stress is huge. They've likened it a infertility diagnosis to a cancer diagnosis. And even studies have said that 50% of people that have an infertility diagnosis may also have PTSD. So this is serious. You know, I know this firsthand. I was diagnosed with POI or POF at 28 and had both my kids with donor eggs. Years later, discovered I had chronic stress. And actually at the time, probably would have said I wasn't even stressed out, which obviously looking back, I know that's not the case. I was so disconnected from my body. I also had food sensitivities and gut infections. So really being able to then let people know there is another way and there's ways we can right now to optimize our health and fertility by taking a functional approach. So excited for you to listen to today's episode and seeing what other stressors are impacting your body. So even though mental, emotional stress is one of them, there's other stressors that you could be missed that conventional medicine may have missed. And we're going to talk about those today. So excited for you to listen. Hey there, I regularly speak with five to 10 couples per week who are struggling to have their baby. And although we want to help everyone, we only have two spots available per month to work with us. So the Supercharger Fertility Discovery Call is for action takers, and really people who are ready to move forward so they can finally have their baby. And if you're not ready and you wait, the risk is you'll need to wait two to three months for a spot to open up. So if you're seriously considering working with us, go to fabfertile, F-A-B-fertile.com and click on book a free call. Then you'll be all booked in and ready to spend 30 minutes to give you the action plan to getting pregnant naturally. That's fabfertile, F-A-B-fertile.com and click on book a free call. Hey there, thanks so much for listening to the Get Pregnant Naturally podcast. And I've got a favor to ask you if you are enjoying learning about the functional approach to fertility, consider going to iTunes and rating and reviewing the podcast. This is how it helps the show reach more people that are struggling with infertility, knowing that there's another approach that really can get to the bottom of why it's not working in the first place. So all you need to do is if you're on the app or the desktop, just go in and consider leaving a five-star rating and leave a review. And there is step-by-step instructions in the show notes showing you exactly how to do that. So if you can just take a few minutes, just take a few minutes right now, you can pause this this recording, come back, leave the review. It would really mean the world to me and help others that are on the fertility journey as well. Take care. One theme that keeps coming up with the couples in our Fat Fertile Couples Coaching Program is sleep. Whether it's insomnia, having a hard time falling asleep, waking up at night, or feeling tired when we wake up, sleep is critical for fertility and hormones. And that's why I'm so excited to have Blue Blocks as our podcast sponsor. So we're exposed to blue and green light from our phones, our tablets, our computers, indoor lights, and more. And this exposure impacts our melatonin production. Melatonin is essential for both female and male fertility. It helps determine the frequency and duration of our cycle and impacts sperm. There's lots of blue light blocking glasses on the market, but the ones from Blue Blocks, they've actually compared other popular brands and Blue Blocks block 100% of blue and green light while other brands fall short. So I have their sleep glasses. They have red lenses and the ones I have are a little translucent uh, frame and they're so stylish and really cool. And so they eliminate 100% of the blue and green light in the 400 nanometer to 550 
nanometer range. So this is exact range has been shown in clinical studies to disrupt melatonin and negatively impact your sleep. So all you do is wear your sleep glasses after sunset until it's time for bed and you'll notice improved sleep after just one use. And it's also cool to use when you're flying for managing jet lag. So I got to say, I was a little skeptical about the noticing uh, improvement after one use, but literally I do use these glasses and my sleep is actually already pretty good. I use them for one day and I have to say after one day, I had the best sleep of my life. I just felt so rested. So these glasses, they ship free and they're tracked for all orders anywhere in the world. And also they have all their frames come in prescription, non-prescription and reading glasses. Plus you can send in your frames and they'll add the blue light blocking and green light blocking lenses to your frame. So this is an easy hack that you can add to your fertility toolkit. All you do is go to blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. Use the coupon code get pregnant podcast at checkout and receive a 15% discount. That's blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use the coupon code get pregnant podcast to receive your 15% discount. I didn't need to go to donor eggs. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I don't regret it. I have beautiful children. I could have done things differently, restored. I was still cycling back in my in my 20s. I could have looked at my health, the environmental toxins, the stress I was under. Many, many women are being told their eggs are too old. That's often merely an assumption that's not based on actual evidence. The reason being that there is no direct test of egg quality. You can't test egg quality. It's the man who's got a food sensitivity or he has a zinc deficiency. Like there can be a root cause to these symptoms that are, you know, quote unquote, period problems that the doctor will pass you a pill without any question of why. And some part of you knows that if you can reframe your journey from not one of struggle, or if it is struggle, learn how to embrace the struggle. Learn how to embrace it. Most conditions in the child occur during the nine months of development. It's the the genetic switches are turned on or turned off and they're pre-programmed. So you are in such a powerful, amazing position to do amazing things for your kids. You know, why is IVF the first step? Because we believe it should be the last step. Welcome to Get Pregnant Naturally, where functional medicine and natural fertility solutions will help you get pregnant and have your baby. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah Clark, founder of Fab Fertile and your host. I believe the functional approach is the first step for anyone struggling with infertility, and my aim is to help you get pregnant naturally. Today I'm welcoming Justine Altman back to the podcast, and we're digging into how different types of stressors impact your fertility. This episode, like the series we've been talking about for the last couple of days, is all about action. So many of us know that mental emotional stress can impact your body, but are you addressing the other stressors that are impacting your body and what are the missed healing opportunities? So listen carefully and pick one action item that you can implement today. Justine is part of my team here at Fab Fertile. She's an integral part of our couples coaching program, which uses functional lab testing, diet, and lifestyle changes to dramatically improve conception. So if you're struggling with infertility, your body is desperately trying to tell you something. Focusing on your health will either help you get pregnant naturally, or if you do need to go to the fertility clinic, it will improve your chances of success. Justine is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. She was diagnosed with PCOS and struggled with infertility, had her first baby with fertility treatments, but after taking a functional approach, 
was able to conceive her second child naturally. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm so thankful that you're here. Make sure you hit subscribe. And if you know someone else who was on the fertility journey, please share this podcast with them. Hey, Justine, excited to be back to episode three of our series. Thanks so much, Sarah. I'm excited too. Awesome. So today we're digging into stressors. I think a lot of times on when you're dealing with infertility, we think mainly about the mental emotional stressors. And obviously those are very key to address. And we are going to talk about those today. But there's other stressors too that I think many people don't even consider that could be causing inflammation and issues with their body and eventually impacting their reproductive health and fertility. So today we're talking about, first of all, we'll start is a structural stress. And this is um, if you've got any kind of injury or misalignment in your body. So you've got, you know, a pinched nerve or something out of out of whack in your body and it's not being addressed, that is causing inflammation in your body and is a stressor. Anything you'd like to say there? Yeah, you know, like the it's just it's one of the main categories, right? If we are constantly having pain, that's a major amount of stress. And if you think back, you know, to like to some day in your life when something happened and you had a, a massive amount of pain, my guess, at least my experience and what I what tend to find happens for people is it's just like they're exhausted after it's over, right? It just took so much out of them. And that's what happens when we when we endure long-term pain like that is that it's just this constant stress on the body. Um, and, you know, one of the things that comes up, you know, so of course I we do functional medicine, you know, we, we don't always recommend the same things as Western medicine, right? So for example, if you have pain, we want to find out why do you have the pain and structural issues could be one of the, one of the reasons in Western medicine, right? In a lot of cases, it's about, you know, let's, let's find the drug that works for you. And so I sort of am somewhere in the middle as far as, as far as when it comes to pain and pain for any reason, right? So for example, if you are enduring pain, I don't want you to be taking, uh, you know, NSAIDs, you know, things like Tylenol and ibuprofen and things like that. Ultimately, we know that those are a stress on the liver and they're a stress on the digestive tract. But enduring the pain is still such a big stress in and of itself as well, especially if it's something like acute, like a, a bad migraine or something. If those drugs help, my advice in a lot of cases was if your doctor recommended that for you, then absolutely that's a that's a reasonable option to get the stress off of you in the short term. Because enduring the pain is just as much stress on the body as taking the drug is, right? So we know those drugs, they, they're not good for us, but so is, so is enduring the pain. And then when it's long-term things, you know, sort of chronic, um, you know, injuries that have happened that we continue to sort of live with, it causes, it causes blockages, right? So, um, blockages with the nerves where the nerves have to sort of figure out how to maneuver around that area. And in some cases, it, it causes something called switching in the body, right? Where a signal is supposed to go, say, from your brain down to your toe or from your toe up to your brain, but it can't because some kind of something has happened. There's something that's sort of blocked because, because there's a, a, an imbalance between the two sides of your body. And the signal then sort of switches over and it travels up the other side of your body. But ultimately, this just causes like blocked energy, essentially. So depending on how, on how woo-woo you are. Um, but ultimately we know that, that whether you're sort of talking the nervous system or, um, or energy flow or, or whatever it is that it ends up causing a, a block for people to actually get better. Right. And so even if we resolve all the other kinds of stress, right, you're doing the diet and you're doing the exercise and you're doing the, 
the supplements and the sleep and all of that stuff, if we don't get the structural issues addressed, that's always going to block you from getting to 100%. Right. So a, a chiropractor, I've resisted going to a chiropractor for years. And now in the last, maybe only the last three or so years, I've started going to one. Just really, I had this old neck injury from a car accident when I was 17. And when in times of stress, it just goes with this big ball right in my shoulder. And I just find that the, the chiropractor really, really helps with that. If you you can also look at physiotherapy. Obviously, uh, acupuncture can be great. Anything to kind of get you in that parasympathetic state. I just recently had reflexology. So if you haven't tried that, you want to get in that parasympathetic state reflexology. Like I came out in a coma, just like so. And I thought, oh, she's just, you know, I've had it before, but it's just lady. She was so good. And, you know, you kind of might think it's like tickling your toes, but it is not. And it is just, <laughs> it was like amazing. So some of those things to help with misalignments in the body to be able to to look to look at a practitioner that's going to be right for you, but definitely to ad address it. The next one we have is environmental stress. You know, we're all in the we're in the middle of a huge you know food experiment, toxic soup with all of the chemicals we're exposed to. Over eighty five thousand chemicals. The average woman has one hundred and seven chemicals on her her body before she even walks out the door. So one of the, the some of the top recommendations we do for our clients are switching out your personal care and your cleaning products to a non toxic brand. Do not go down the rabbit hole on this and throw everything in the garbage. It is as each thing expires, then get a, get a new one. We do we do recommend right away to switch out your feminine hygiene. So getting um, organic pads or tampons or looking at period undies or a menstrual cup can be a good option. Looking at water, we talked about before the first part of the series about water, making sure that you're drinking you know tap water has over 300 contaminants in it. So making sure that your water is from a filtered source such as a Berkey or or Aquasana can be good at the very, very minimum of Brita, but it doesn't take everything out. Opting for organic foods as much as possible, making sure it's non-GMO project verified and organic. Um, there's You can see those labels there and making sure that your veggies and your fruits and your, your you know all your produce is organic because it's sprayed with pesticides and herbicides, typically glyphosate, which is linked to linked to infertility and a whole host of other diseases. So to me, if the person has to wear a Tyvek suit and a respirator to spray the food, you know you want to make sure that you're not eating that. And then also the filtering your air. So having a nice house plant, I just got myself a new large plant in my my office here. So helping to filter the air. And we talked on the last um, episode there talking about. Uh, blue light, making sure that you're protecting yourself from your laptop, your cell phone, your tablet, TV, from blue blue light exposure. So looking at uh, blue light blocking glasses. And then the final one on this is the electromagnetic frequency, never putting your cell phone to your ear because of the EMFs that are going right into your brain. So um, and we're exposed to a lot of EMFs. So being able to, if you, for men and women, do not put your laptop on your lap. I've got a whole episode on this. Where we're talking about EMF and how that impacts um, sperm health and also putting that on your reproductive organs. Women, uh, the laptop, I did that for years. Make sure you get a laptop. There's a little uh, protector for that. Anything you wanted to say about environmental stress, Justine? Uh, really? So I, I agree with everything you said, you know, and um, so a few thoughts that I had as you were, as you were sort of going over all of those is that, you know, with the organic and the avoiding pesticides and herbicides, like you said, you know, if they're, if they're wearing a hazmat suit to, to spray yeah. these things down, we know that it's not good for us. Right. And, and, and pesticides, herbicide, anything that ends in, inside, right. We know was meant to kill something living. So what do we think it's doing to our human cells, right? It's doing the same thing. It just takes a whole lot more of it to actually effectively kill us. Right. So it takes a lot, a lot smaller of a concentration in order to, to kill off, you know, other herbs or other, other, uh, you know, insects basically. So it, it is 
slowly but surely killing us as well. And so it's really important that we do our best to avoid those whenever we have the ability to. And then the EMFs, you know, one thing that can help, you know, EMFs, they, they just are part of our lives, right? Just about everyone has a cell phone these days and there are, so there's signal everywhere. And most of us have, um, have Wi-Fi running through our home or running through our workplace. Um, but one of the things that we can do that doesn't really disrupt our life or our way of living or our way of working in any way is to have our, um, our Wi-Fi on a timer at night. And so, you know, at 11 o'clock, clock or midnight or whatever time works for you, your Wi-Fi automatically shuts itself off. And then sometime in the morning, as you're getting up for the day, your, your Wi-Fi automatically shuts itself back on so that at least during the night, during those precious hours when your body's supposed to be doing all of its rest and repair, that it actually has the ability to do that unfettered by the, the EMF radiation. Absolutely. For years, I had the I had my Wi-Fi right under my desk. So that's never good. Have it in the basement because you don't want to yeah. have it within 10 feet of you. De- definitely listen to that episode on EMFs and goes way, way more into detail about this. It's fascinating. The mental emotional stressors, we've talked a lot about this on this podcast episode, talking about reframing our identifying our patterns, identifying if we've experienced trauma. And really a lot of this is to you know, going through infertility, they've likened it to a cancer diagnosis. And also a study came out talking about 50% of people that are going through infertility, they also can be diagnosed with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, so P- uh, PTSD. So this is, you know, I've, I know firsthand, so this is Justine, you know, what, it, what it's like to be diagnosed with infertility and it impacts all aspects of your life. It's heartbreaking, it's frustrating, it's it pisses you off, it's, it's everything all at once and sometimes all at once, sometimes not, you know, each day could be different, but it is really important to get support with this and being able to verbalize really how you're feeling. And a lot of the times we stuff it down thinking, you know, there's so many triggers around us with pregnant bellies and families and baby showers and people asking that, you know, innocuous, but not innocuous. If you're trying to conceive, you know, when are you having children? We're just triggered a lot and it's, and it's painful. So the mental emotional stressors, having someone to guide you through this is key. And first of all, to even acknowledge to yourself that this is hard and it is impacting all aspects of your life. It's, it's, you know, your, your social life, your relationships, so all of it. And to really get honest about that and if, you know, reaching out for support, and being able to to get those emotions off your chest. And most times when you're sharing it and sharing it with someone like a trusted person, that's when you can start the healing process. Because a lot of times if we're pushing it down going, I'm fine, don't worry, then it just gets stuck in there. It's really a blocking factor, just like anything else, right? You know, like if, if, if we get the sleep the sleep down and the diet down again, it's, it's, it's all of it, right? We have to be hitting it from every angle. And it's it really definitely holds us back, even if we're doing all of the other things right, if we don't sort of address those those past traumas. And absolutely, it was a it was a hard time for me with infertility. And and I know you talked about some of the triggers. For me, it was the baby showers. The baby mm-hmm. showers are absolutely the hardest. Um, to the point where I had decided like it didn't matter. It didn't matter who in my life or how close they were to me. I wasn't I wasn't going to go to any more baby showers because they were just too painful. Yeah, you have to set boundaries and really what's what's right for you and educate people around you. And sometimes we haven't even thought of what it is we do need. So this is like you know, self-care is, is looking out for yourself first and putting the oxygen mask on first. So you can use this time to, you know, to mother yourself. So definitely check out some of the other episodes on the podcast where we do talk about there's mindfulness and trauma and patterns and subconscious beliefs, hypnotherapy as well. So lots of things to to help when there. As part of our couples coaching program, we include uh, emotional freedom techniques. So tapping which can really pinpoint the emotion and the trauma and help move it out of the body. And it's very, very, very effective. So we, we like that. So the last one we have here is the physiological stress. 
And this is part of the, our, of the functional approach in our fat fertile method and really addressing gut infections, which we see all the time. I don't think with fertility, people wouldn't think, oh, wait, I've got a parasite or there's a bacterial infection or there's H. pylori being passed back and forth between partners. I wouldn't even think people would think that. Most people say they eat clean. I, I think many people don't realize that how, how food sensitivities are really impacting their uh, reproductive health. Blood sugar imbalances, we see this all the time and how that's impacting hormones. And another one, another theme we see is thyroid imbalance. So people focusing on the TSH and maybe even if that's off. Uh, so we're, we're looking at this through functional reference ranges, which are for healthy people. So it just flags things earlier. Typically people get stuck doing, looking at TSH. That was for years. I'm like, my hair is falling out. My skin is dry as a lizard. I'm exhausted. And oh no, your, your thyroid's fine. But turns out, um, you know, a four in your TSH is, although normal and conventional medicine is certainly not normal on the functional side of things. And we're just not focusing on the TSH. We're looking at the whole body. This side of things is Justine's wheelhouse. So what did you want to say about uh, physiological stress, Justine? Yeah. You know, so it's, it's all of it, right? It's, it's all of the things that we that we constantly harp on you guys about the the diet the rest the exercise the stress reduction you know we we've, we've got to sort of be taking care of ourselves from all of it, from all of those standpoints or it manifests as physiological stress right and so we just talked about the emotional stressors right and the triggers that are challenging when we're experiencing infertility and if if we can't sort of work through some of that then that absolutely is going to manifest in physiological ways, right? It's going to cause other things, right? In in some people, it's different for everyone. And in some people, it's a breakout. And in other people, it's a, you know, it's low thyroid or, you know, it's headaches or it's sweating or it's, you know, whatever the, the symptoms and the disease or the diagnosis or whatever isn't really important. Ultimately, ultimately for everyone, it's the same thing. It's that there's dysfunction in the body, right? There's this metabolic chaos that's going on and we've got to sort of reduce stress from every angle in order to improve it. And so, so yeah, like you said, the, the, the gut infections, the, the foods we're sensitive to, we've got to sort of tamp down all of that stuff. And, you know, if we're on medications, right? Medications serve a purpose, but also they, we know that basically every medication out there reduces, you know, causes a deficiency in some vitamin or mineral or multiple vitamins and minerals, right? And so medications, they're sort of strong arming the body, right? And so they're, they're achieving some desired effect in one part of the body, but they're creating some unwanted effect somewhere else in some other part of the body. Um, and we know that to be true for basically for every medication out there. And then, you know, not enough movement or too much movement, right? So if we, if we under exercise or over exercise, if we don't get enough sunlight, right? And so, you know, this is especially important for those of you who live, uh, you know, in the, the northern part of the northern hemisphere, right? We tend not yes. to get enough sunlight during the day. Um, we tend not to get enough sunlight, especially, right, say, October through, you know, through April, you know, and so all of those things really matter. And they really do, they manifest in different ways for different people. But again, the contributing factors are, are roughly the same. And that's why our our program is so successful with people, right? Is because we identify what those food sensitivities are right off the bat. We identify which parts of your body are struggling right off the bat. We identify, you know, the potential causes for why your hormones are imbalanced in the specific way they're imbalanced, right? And so like when we talk about hormone imbalance, that doesn't mean one thing, right? So for one person, it might be that we've got, 
estrogen dominance and estrogen is super high. And for someone else, it might be completely the opposite. And the testing really gives us a really succinct picture of, of exactly all the contributing factors that are at play for a person so that we can really make very specific recommendations that really help them make a big improvement and ultimately go on to get pregnant with, you know, to have their baby. And it's because we find out what those blocking factors are. What are those stresses for that person? And the testing is just really amazing in that way, in my opinion. And, and like you talked about with the thyroid, you know, we, we're not just looking at TSH. We're looking at, at seven other markers that really give us a full picture of if the thyroid is struggling, why is it struggling? And as you drew light to you know, the a TSH of four is, is not okay from our perspective, right? It's it's within the Western range. It's not diagnosable as, is not bad enough to be called a disease yet, but we know that it's, it's definitely an indication that something isn't quite right, that your body is struggling to make enough thyroid hormone. And when we run the full panel and we run everything out, you know, the other testing with it as well, we can really see where the, you know, where the, the weak link is, or we have good clues anyway, you know, is it that the liver is not converting the thyroid hormone the right way? Is it that there's not enough iodine? Is it that there's not enough selenium? We can really find the answers to those to address exactly why it is the, the, the thyroid isn't doing what it's supposed to. Yeah. So it's not about focusing on the diagnosis a lot of time. And when we received our fertility diagnosis, be it low AMH or premature ovarian insufficiency, premature ovarian failure, diminished ovarian reserve, we get focused on that diagnosis. And those diagnoses can be kind of have very grim outlook saying potentially, you know, IVF's not going to work. Donor eggs are your only option. You'll, you know, it'll never work for you. And so the stress and the mental, um, emotional impact of that diagnosis is, is huge. So it's not about focusing on the diagnosis. It's getting support for the mental, emotional health and then looking at all the other stressors that are impacting you and why whatever age you are, wherever you are on your journey, why do you have this diagnosis and what are the healing opportunities that conventional medicine approach has missed and the functional approach can really dig into and address and re relieve the body of these stressors. So thanks for being here and excited for you to listen that you enjoyed this series. Thanks a lot. So as we've been talking about in the series, this series is all about action. So pick one action item from the things we've just talked about and implement that today. So I wanted to give you another success story. This uh, couple came into our program. And so she's 37 years old. She had low AMH and high FSH. One miscarriage at 10 weeks. Her cycle frequency was around 28 to 30 days and two to three days in length. She had regular ovulation. She also had hypothyroidism. She had the MTHFR gene mutation. She had insulin resistance and she was on long-term birth control for over 14 years. Her partner, his semen analysis was normal. He also had heartburn acne and a stressful job. So we did our functional testing. So did the food sensitivity testing, the hormone testing, the hair testing, and the stool testing. Discovered she had some food sensitivities for sure. And she was also sensitive to the food she ate regularly, which this can happen if you have intestinal permeability or a leaky gut and really your body starts mounting an immune response to your favorite foods. So you don't need to take them out forever, but it is we, we then basically, you know, how do we then reduce inflammation and stress on the body? So we were able to optimize the diet that was right for you. And these can be seemingly healthy foods. You have people come back and they're intolerant to avocados because, you know, you have avocados every day thinking you're eating a healthy fat and your body may not like it for now. And then we balanced her home, our hormones. We optimized her thyroid, balanced the blood sugar. We ensured her detox pathways were optimized for the MTHFR uh, gene mutation. 
she had, we, we, we address a number of gut infections, so parasites, worms, and also the overarching thing with most of the clients we deal with is the impatience, the, uns- the uncertainty. And we help to uh, set a plan for that and really help her look at things more mindfully so then she can experience this journey on her own terms. And then we helped her partner uh, eliminate heartburn and his acne, and they welcomed their baby girl back in May. Basically, I just want to share a little bit about our fab fertile method. So as part of the method, like we were talking about, we're doing those functional tests, the, the food sensitivity testing, the stool testing, the hormone testing, the hair testing, and the blood chemistry review. This is the foundation of our program. We have access to functional tests. We ship them worldwide. We work with clients worldwide and it forms the foundation of our program. And then we will do a blood chemistry review, not to diagnose, but to educate what has been missed. And we're looking at your health history, looking at those functional tests looking at the blood chemistry review and you know as we say what are those healing opportunities that have been missed and then once we have the results of the, of the testing that is only the beginning this is the foundation of the program test don't guess then we add in coaching so coaching is really what makes our program different each each client will have their own coach to help them then implement these changes sometimes we get the we can get the testings we can have the best intentions and then life gets in the way typically similar to when you decide to you know join a gym and you're going to go every day and next thing you know you know you're tired it's dark out it's cold. You, you don't want to do it. And the, the membership goes to waste. So it's important to have someone to, to help you get out of your own way so you can have you can have success. And we see faster results with the, with the coaching. People that do it by themselves typically will get will get lost. They try to um, self-prescribe. They may be follow, following generalized recommendations. And also they're um, not able to troubleshoot, really having an expert by your side, be able to see, okay, wait a minute, what's, what's off here and how do we optimize this. And so then at the end of the program, you'll either be happily pregnant, or if you do need to go to the fertility clinic, you'll have dramatically improved your your chances of success because you optimized your health and your partner's health. So it's including your partner. And we typically will specialize in tough cases like the ones we've, we've talked about in these series. So low AMH, uh, premature ovarian insufficiency, premature ovarian failure, diminished ovarian reserve. So tough cases that IVF sometimes isn't even able to help and being told that donor eggs and we're helping people get pregnant naturally or getting pregnant with their own eggs. And um, like myself that had premature ovarian failure, you know, I was diagnosed and I had both my kids with donor eggs and I had no idea. And then years later, I had food sensitivities, gut infections, chronic stress. So I had no idea I had any of those those things going on and really devoted my business and and helping couples just like me that really have been told there's no other option and being able to help them get pregnant naturally. So it's it's obviously very rewarding. And if you're listening here right now and being told that either IVF is your only your only reasonable option and you haven't dug into these different healing opportunities that have, that have been missed. I haven't had one person come to us that, you know, it's there's nothing to there's nothing to optimize. There's always something that can be optimized for you and your partner. Otherwise, you'd already be pregnant. So it is almost 2021. And I know if you're listening to this right now, you are ready to have your baby. So it is time to take action. And really, like we talked about in this episode, addressing those mental, emotional stressors, as well as the physical stressors is essential so that you can get pregnant naturally. And it's not about focusing on the diagnosis. A lot of us get caught up in those diagnoses, especially the ones that we specialize with, 
can be like heartbreaking, devastating, and may not even know which way to turn. So looking at the whole body, not the diagnosis is key. So if you are ready to take a targeted, customized, functional approach with your fertility, book your free call. This call is for you and your partner. Space is very limited. We have two spots available in December to work with you. So if this is feeling right for you, you can just go to Fab Fertile, F-A-B Fertile, uh, click on the link to book your free call and look forward to chatting with you. Melatonin is important for female fertility. It helps regulate hormones and maintain the body's circadian rhythms. Plus it helps determine the frequency and duration of the menstrual cycle. Plus it impacts sperm count and motility. Blue and green light negatively impact our melatonin production. That's why we recommend blue blocks, blue and green light sleep glasses to all our one-to-one -one clients. Simply go to blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use the coupon code Get pregnant podcast at checkout to receive your 15% discount. That's blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use the coupon code getpregnantpodcast. Hey there, I regularly speak with five to 10 couples per week who are struggling to have their baby. And although we want to help everyone, we only have two spots available per month to work with us. So the Supercharger Fertility Discovery Call is for action takers, really people who are ready to move forward so they can finally have their baby. And if you're not ready and you wait, the risk is you'll need to wait two to three months for a spot to open up. So if you're seriously considering working with us, go to fabfertile, F-A-B-Fertile.com and click on book a free call. Then you'll be all booked in and ready to spend 30 minutes to give you the action plan to getting pregnant naturally. That's fabfertile, F-A-B-Fertile.com and click on book a free call. I'm excited to offer you a special gift. If you are a U.S. resident, text FERTILE, F-E-R-T-I-L-E to 55444. You'll be prompted to enter your email address and you'll receive our fertility yoga download. In this 20-minute intro video, we focus on a calming and peaceful practice to connect back to our heart. These simple yoga poses can help quiet negative thoughts and make you feel more in control. Download it now and get started today. For U.S. residents, text FERTILE, F-E-R-T-I-L-E to 55444. For non-U.S. residents, go to Yoga Freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E, -E, to access your special gift. That's yogafreebie.com to access the free fertility yoga download. The Get Pregnant Naturally podcast, including show notes and links, provides information with respect to healthy living, nutrition, lab testing, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Get Pregnant Naturally podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without representation or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.